KBUT, The Butt, New Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Dr. Whoever. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Daylight Time, 19 hours, 55 minutes, 30 seconds. Universal Time, 23 hours, 55 minutes, 35 seconds. You had spare a little time. You could? Where? KBUT, The Butt. New Las Vegas Radio. This is the Doctor Who Ever Project. Stand by. Many kinds, where can we start? We like them dumb and we like them smart. I like the ones with the pretty eyes. Well, I like all kinds of guys. Stop. What happened? How about the ones we especially like? Which ones? You know, the ones with the cards and those. That's right, this is the Doctor Whoever Project, and it is October 24th, 2021. Grab your emotional support animal, and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT, the butt. This is Doctor Whoever. Hey, Doctor Whoever, let's get this show on the road. Boom. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Well, hello, Jesse. What is up, Doctor Whoever? How are you? I like that. I like that. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. We uh we uh, got our new intro remastered. What do you think? I, I like that. I was wondering why it was so low, so I sent it back to the uh, production people, and I was like, "This is not like this is not right. Like it doesn't sound. The levels were not boosted correctly. It just wasn't remastered, right? It sounds so much better now. And I found that little piece from um that little piece at the beginning and threw it in there. Thought that was kind of neat, but well. Thanks for listening. This is the Doctor Whoever Project, and good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. Um, <laughs> I know I used that in the beginning, then I kind of stopped because uh, I found out that like Matt Gates grew up in the house that they used for that scene in the uh, Truman Show with Jim Carrey. But um, I've decided I'm not going to let Matt Gates ruin the cinematography classic, you know, wonderful masterpiece of Jim Carrey that is the Truman Show, you know? <laughs> so that's what this is. This is uh, it's your morning, your way, whenever that may be. Um, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. I'm gonna get it right eventually, or if not, I'll just have a nice production made for it. What do you think? <laughs> Sounds like a plan to me. All right. Well, Jesse, um, let's just talk about what what we just did this past kind of weekend. We just came back from an amazing event. It was uh, what was it called? It's called the Festival of Lights. And it was, I don't know where it was, it was like at a Clark County government building. I don't even know, it's not important, but 
it was very nice. We showed up and wasn't, I wasn't really sure what was going on, um, but it was like a, was it an Asian American or Indian American or South Asian Pacific or something like that, right? Southwest Asian. Southwest Asian group, the Swan, right? Yeah. Interesting. Well, it was a very nice event, so congratulations to them. We felt, uh, we felt thrilled to be invited and included, and it was uh, it was nice. There was fireworks even. I was like, wow, fireworks, huh? I mean, they went all out. They had music. They had dancers. Yeah. There was food. Uh, they closed the the event with fireworks. It was it was really cool seeing a different uh, uh, cultural group represented. And um, I personally know a few of the people that started this group where they they found a lack of representation in the community to where people can kind of get together. And there's people from Pakistan, India. Afghanistan and share you know a lot of the cultural similarities that they share but also what makes them so diverse and and there is that everybody dressed up in their cultural garments which was really amazing oh, it was, it was, so it was nice. a really fun event we had over a thousand people show up oh yeah definitely more than a thousand I'd say it was I was a good amount I mean I'd say probably two three thousand over the whole time yeah for some of that for some of that Bollywood Well, they like that screw in the light bulb where you kind of take your hands and you like turn it left to right. You can make like a little cheat, 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 cheat. That's, that's how I told you how to dance with that. Yeah. I saw on some, we saw it on some TV show, so, you know, if it's culturally inappropriate, don't blame me. It was probably 30 Rock or something. Well, um, unfortunately, speaking of that 30 Rock, we got to unfortunately get into uh, some sad news that just happened over these past couple days. So um, we're gonna take a break and we're gonna get into that, but we'll be right back. This is the Dr. Rebel Project. Stand by. KBUT, the butt. New Las Vegas Radio. This is the Doctor Who Ever Project. Stand by. There was some sad news in Hollywood um, recently. If you don't know, um, Alec Ball went of 30 Rock. Um, right, of course, they love us. You know, 30 Rock was on MS, M it was on NBC, right? Yeah, it was on NBC. And um, Jack I think Donaghy, most of the show took place in like that NBC. Yeah, there he is, right here. 30 Rock. Gary's dead. I'm Jack Donaghy, new VP of Development for NBC, GE, Universal, Kmart. Uh, we own Kmart now. No. So why are you dressed like we do? So he played this um, kind of annoying executive on the show, um, you know, very into himself kind of guy and all, and, and like, you know, but then becomes really good friends and you kind of, you really feel for the character, you know, or I kind of do, like, I really love 30 Rock. I probably watched those episodes like a hundred times each, it's kind of sad. But, so when this happened with Alec Baldwin, they were filming a movie called Rust, I believe. Yeah, I think so. I think that sounds right. Yeah, it's called Rust. I guess it was this kind of independent film. Nothing really grand about it. Small budget, um, but they had a prop gun 
and nobody knows really, but somehow the prop gun went off and killed the cinematographer. And this was what, two days ago? Three days ago? Yeah, I about mean, two days ago. It's it was literally like news. the next day. It was the day after our last show, I think, or something. But I mean, it doesn't really matter. But it just happened. It's sad all around. And there are people kind of using this as like, because Alec Baldwin played Trump on Saturday Night Live. And, you know, they're kind of like making fun of him. Obviously, he's an actor. It, that's like saying, um, okay, you are a, I don't know, you're like a trash truck driver or something, and you put your little arm out and it like knocks somebody down. It's like, okay, you're just doing your job. They kind of maybe got in your way, but like, this is even a completely different situation. Like, there's some, there's somebody hired to handle guns, like, and check them and deal with that. Like, that's their job. And then the, you give the actor a gun. It's to them. It's like you giving them a pair of drumsticks and saying, "Go here and do a drum roll," or <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, or here's an apple. Take a bite of this apple, or carry this coffee cup and pretend like it has coffee in it. Yeah. It's not. It's it's blocking too. Like they blocking you, or they have put tape, and you're gonna stand here, and then you're gonna hold your arm up and shoot. It's uh, for people to blame it on him in any way. I think it's kind of disgusting. So boo on you. Um, but you know, whatever. It, it, if anything, if it brings up more, you know, talk about guns and gun safety, then, you know, you can always turn a positive, or sorry, you can always turn a negative into a positive. <laughs> and lately we try to turn positives into negatives too in this country, but, you know, it, we should try to do it the other way around. It's hard sometimes to stay positive though, right? Isn't it, Jesse? I, I agree. So it's kind of easier sometimes to get into the, the negative mind space because you constantly have to uplift the message so yeah i can see that but i mean we do what we got to do to keep moving forward in a positive way mm -hmm. well you uh, got some sports news didn't you because i have some sports news sports if you want to get news. Sports. you got sports news for us i do it's surprising right interesting all right well let's take a break and we're going to sports news with dr Rever and mr jesse we'll be right back you've got to learn to be able to put the ball in your hands your hands are what makes it possible your shoulder pads are hard stiff we had a goal and we had a dream. It's a pretty special feeling. It's a dream come true. And it is uh, very fitting. <laughs> that's that's kind of that's gay, but hey. It's blocked. And Seasting hit it off of a Detroit player. No, no, it is. Here's a disparity in the call. They're going to give the ball to Detroit. Well, I got Conor McGregor news. I don't know what you got, but I'm going to do my real quick and then we'll get to yours because it's probably more interesting. That's what it's all about. Lifting love one another. The moment you get discouraged is the moment you will break. We didn't come all the way here to play it safe. So this is what we do. We fight for more things. So we got this side. We want to get that ring. We just can't wait to play. Feels great. All right. All right, all right, all right. So uh, I got Conor McGregor news. I don't even know who he is. I wouldn't recognize the guy if I saw him, but um, is he is he like religious or something? Like, I guess he's is he is he from another country? Is he from like, I think he's from Ireland? Yeah, okay, okay. So he must be from like Ireland or whatever. Um, and I guess he took his kid to the Vatican to get baptized a couple days ago. 
I haven't. I don't know too much about Conor McGregor to be honest. I don't with really you. either. He's not like somebody that's on my radar, but like I just, I, I doesn't he like punch people in the face a lot and all this kind of stuff? Like, he's a, I think he's an MMA fighter. Yeah, he, but he's right. known as like being kind of like a jerk. Like he's not like a nice guy and stuff. He does have one of those personas. Yeah. So I don't really know. So again, I don't really know anything about him. But um, I just think it's interesting that you know the same person that's like been punching people and you know calls like fights and stuff he's like taking his kid to the vatican like he's this wonderful person or whatever um and then literally a couple hours later at a party he punches a dj in the face yeah of course of course yeah you know praise jesus he had the spirit in him yes What do you got in sports news? The Raiders won today. Actually, they're five and two. So oh. the Las Vegas Raiders had, uh, nice. and they had some negative stuff with John Gruden last last week and a half ago. And since then, since his uh, his resigning from Raiders head coach, the Raiders have won back to back games, and they're now five and two. Well, so that that's a pretty it's amazing. Good news. It's good news right, for Las Vegas. Right. I like it when we do good. It's like the Chargers kind of sucked when I live in San Diego, but I still like to go. But the stadium was just so crappy. It was like, well, imagine like the crappiest NASCAR stadium. That was what their stadium was. <laughs> but it's it's nice. I can't wait to go to like a Raiders game and the nice stadium and everything. That'll yeah, I'm awesome. waiting for the price of the tickets to come down. They're yeah, kind of all there's still yeah. a lot. They're at least like 150 a ticket. So I mean, you know how cheap I am. We just bought those tickets to like the Blue October concert, and they were like forty dollars. I was like, oh, that's more like it. <laughs> I'm so cheap about because what if you decide you don't want to go and like especially right now like what if the band cancels because somebody gets COVID like people are dropping like flies now Jesse it's like crazy like it's it's kind of coming around now I think it's starting to really it's skipping all the people that are vaccinated um oh another radio host um that's one of my like mentors he announced that he got his booster too I mean oh, it's like okay. get the booster people it's so stupid anybody can get a booster yeah I think we can get ours on uh, this Tuesday we're up for it Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We will be boosted. He's a little older than me, so. I mean, well, we're in the public. We we deal with a lot of the public, so we're definitely oh, yeah. in that that line to where we qualify for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, speaking of that, you got any other sports news? I don't. I don't usually have sports news. Oh, actually, I do actually, but because I, I am from LA originally, Hold on. and uh, you're good. We, 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 we must have said something way too close to the A word because she came on. Over. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, the Dodgers, unfortunately, lost in the National League oh, World Series. No. Uh, so the Dodgers are out, which is fine. It's fine. I mean, they're the defending World Series champions, uh, but they will not be making it this year to the World Series was to it, defend their the, championship. Like the Astros, aren't they usually like good? Don't they? Yeah, they lost to the Atlanta Braves. Oh, okay. Atlanta Braves. That was like what we did when I was like. When I was a kid, like a lot of people were into like the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, they haven't stuff, gone you know? to the World Series since 1999. Oh shit! Okay, that's nice. I miss going to like sporting games. Like I don't really care about the sports as much, but I kind of miss going to like the game and just kind of eating a hot dog that I would never eat normally and getting a Coors Light that I would never really have, never normally have. And just like people watching for a couple hours. It's a it's an enjoyable time. I, I like it. Well thank you for sports news, Mr. Jesse. Yeah, I don't yeah. normally have sports updates know, for you, right? so I'm glad to fill in for that. Well let's take a break and we can um I'll talk some more about the event we were at and 
Um, I feel like I have a fun announcement I can make that I told you earlier, and I because I, I want to like there's so many details that I got from the event we were just at um, that I want to share with the listeners. Um, some interesting news pertaining to uh, local Las Vegas news, uh, especially local hyper local like North Las Vegas local Las Vegas news. So um, we'll be right back, and we're gonna get right into that. So hang out, all right? This is the Doctor Whoever Project. One of my new favorite like music beds. I love that one. I kind of like that. I was so annoyed when the main the main show starter didn't work like pro- appropriately because like everything else was so good. They like, listen to everything else is so good. Look at this. Like they everything else is so great, and I was like, why is that one thing the main thing we use not good? But anyway, <laughs> well we're gonna get some local Las Vegas news. So. All right, so um, at that Swan event we were at with um, like well, again, what was it? South, West, Asian, Asian, women, women, Southwest Asian women Swan, love it. So <laughs> when we were at that event, there was like a lot of other people that there were volunteering, just like I was. I was there as a volunteer, just kind of helping out. Um, but I'm a collector. Um, of information, a collector, Jesse. I would just like listen to people and introduce myself and then kind of just like listen, like what do they got going on? Who are they? Um, you know, what are they about? I like to kind of learn about people. And I um, overheard one guy that was a very nice guy. I, I don't, I don't want to say his name because we do have a sense. We, we like to have a, um, uh, a sense that people can come on this show and not have to let everyone know exactly who they are if they don't want to. Um, so I'm not gonna, you know, say his name, but I overheard him saying that he was gonna be running for District Three in North Las Vegas City Council. And mm-hmm. at first I was kind of eh, because it's not really called district, right? It's a ward. It's a ward, um, which is basically the same thing, right? But just the wording, I was kind of like, well, is he serious? I kind of listened more, and um, you know, heard him speak and talk about it, and you know, just little brief conversations he would have with people, and then I would ask him questions myself. It wasn't like I was spying, but I was just kind of, before I told him what I was about to tell him, um, I wanted to kind of collect all the information, you know, before I told him my breaking news. Breaking news, Justin. Feel free to turn your head and cough. So, um, I was also thinking about running against Scott Black, who is the representative of Ward 3 here in uh, North Las Vegas. Um, And... I, I kind of, I was watching the Capitol riots um, all kind of go down back when we were living in the condo in the city proper Vegas. And um, somebody came on and they were, uh, they just said like, hey, you know, if you have ever thought about doing any kind of political office or getting involved, this is your time, you know, do it. Go right now, look and see who's in your area. And we were, um, we had already knew we were gonna be buying the house in that area. 
So I did a little Google search and I was like, oh, okay, this guy, Scott Black, he's up for re-election um, coming up, 2022. Um, then I, but then I kind of thought like, oh, COVID's gonna be over in like a month or two and we'll be getting to meet all these people. This was what, like, when was this? This was like forever ago. Like, mm -hmm. I don't, I, it's hard to even remember time anymore. It's like, I, I told you today, I was like, just, no, it's my dad. My dad was talking to me last night. I was like, time is like an illusion now. Like, it doesn't really matter what day of the week it is anymore sometimes, I feel like. <laughs> it's just like such a weird, like, limbo I'm living in right now. Kind of, I don't know, just everything, a lot of things are still up in the air. But I did decide today that I am, I'm going to run against Scott Black for the Ward 3 position. So, I mean, that's amazing. That's amazing news. We'll see how it goes. Um, I told Logan, told you. Um, and, you know, other listeners, if you know, we did just get married. So, um, my mother, thank you, mother, by the way, I appreciate the, uh, the card and the gift. My mother, uh, just happened to send me a, uh, check and a card yesterday as a gift, you know, for, um, the wedding and, um, that money is actually more than it costs to pay the fee for, you know, to become a candidate. So I'm gonna use that money and I'm gonna put it towards a, uh, towards a good cause and, you know, try to help out um, because that's what, that's what this is about on my show. Um, the Dr. Ever Project, it's, it's a place where anyone can come and talk about what they want and share their story because everyone is an expert in something. You might not know everything but you know a little bit about a lot, and you probably don't even know that about yourself. So keep sharing your story with others and listen when they share theirs to you. That's kind of what we're trying to do here. Um, we are gonna be more of a morning show format and we're gonna talk about real things in the area and we're gonna be um, more local to Las Vegas coming up pretty soon and we're gonna have a new format starting in January, 2022. I'm gonna take you all the way through the process of how to become a candidate, how you do the paperwork, meetings you go to, raising money, advertising. Um, I got a guy that I used to work with that does billboards. He's gonna come on the show and we're gonna talk about um, that kind of industry and how the billboard advertising and radio marketing and all those kind of things work together to kind of create an experience behind a candidate that can happen you just substitute, I put it on LinkedIn. I was like, it was something like, um, just substitute company with candidate. And you do all the same things, the engagement, the experience. You want people to have a positive association with you. You are a brand. And the Dr. Rever Project is ready to support the Ward 3 here um, at all the events and bring anyone on that would like to talk about what they got going on. All right, well, we're not going to bore anybody with that for too much longer because that's kind of it right now. Like I said, I've been on a roller coaster up and down if I was going to do it or not anyway. And um, I knew I couldn't do it if it was, if, it, if COVID was still strong and, you know, the world was in that awful, terrible place. But, um, you know, coming out of that, I think, into, you know, a happier society, uh, I'm going to be able to bring some light into some other people's lives and hopefully change some things too. Um, but we'll be right back. This is the Dr. Abbott Project.
Talking some more. <laughs> I was uh, looking up. I, I thought I'd put this video in the uh, in the uh, player over here, but I didn't. And um, you know, the, the 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 idea behind the show, the Doctor Whoever project, is that everybody's an expert on something, and you don't have to be a doctor or a lawyer or whatever to share your opinion and share the knowledge that you have. Um, and, and I think you over there, Mr. Jesse, you were like, who's Doctor Who? Because um, we, we actually just went and bought Doctor Who, whoever spelled out like the word Doctor. And, and the guy was like, oh, is that like a play on the guy from the, the GoDaddy? We love GoDaddy, by the way. Thank you, GoDaddy. <laughs> GoDaddy has been amazing. Their tech, tech support oh, is amazing. We'll be talking about that later on, too. But um, the guy from like GoDaddy was like, oh, it's a play on Doctor Who. And I go over here and tell Mr. Jesse... Um, who is a Latinx member of our uh, community and uh, he, which I did sometimes I don't think about stuff like that like maybe you don't know who Doctor Who is it is a it was a TV show that's been on BBC for forever and all but um I got a clip from it that I think just kind of like talks a little bit about Doctor Who and how it kind of pertains to the show Doctor Whoever how that you know you know just by being you you can help someone else be themselves. There's a man called the Doctor. He lives on a cloud in the sky. He can keep the whole world safe. I can feel it. He is everything. The turn of the earth. The Time Lord has such adventures. But he could never have a life like that. I'm not a hero. Because he's lonely. That's who I am. You looked inside me and you saw hatred. I never would. That's not victory. I really am just a madman in a box. To the man without a home. My entire planet died. My whole So Doctor Who travels the world as this kind of time... He, he doesn't... He doesn't, um... He, he doesn't exist in time. He's kind of like one of the universes, like Marvel and DC. It's like their own Doctor Whoever universe, and there's always like a new Doctor Who... But um, he's like a different character, but he's all the same person. He's like omnipotent. Does that make sense? I've never heard of that. I know. I'm gonna have to explain it to you some more. Yeah, it's just it's, it's, like a, it's a good it's show. A TV show. It's oh, it's a TV been around show? forever. It's probably the longest. Alexa, what is the Doctor Who TV show? Doctor Who is an adventure show starring Jodie Whittaker, Peter Capaldi, and Pearl Mackey. The further adventures in time and space of the alien adventurer known as the Doctor and their companions from planet Earth. So far, 12 seasons have completed. Season 13 premieres on October 31st, 2021. The series has an IMDb rating of... Okay, that is enough, Alexa. Thank you. <laughs> but no, that's so like... Still going, it's still going on, No, but man. that's only one show. There's been... It's, I want to say it started in like the 80s or something. It's been... It's, it's long. It's like The Simpsons. It's been on forever. Yeah, I've never heard of it. All right, well, I'm going to have to force you to watch that oh, one of these yeah. days. Well, do you have anything you want to bring up today, Mr. Jesse? Is there any Jesse topics you want to throw out there? Or you want me to just keep going with what no, I got? No, keep or... going with the flow. Let's go. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Well, I know you were, um, I know, I, I mean, I hate to, you almost even, like, send this to you, because I feel like you're going to think you got ripped off, but you got to check your phone, because you got to see something. 
Um, we're going to come back and we're going to have some food news. All right. We haven't done food news in a while, have we? I'm not even quite sure where food news button is over here on my button board. Right here it is. All right. Healthy is hard on the Dr. Ever Project. <clears throat> I'm going to get some water and we're going to come right back. Oh boy, 3 a.m. Another beautiful Pick day of crusty crust. <laughs> Another day servicing the masses. Diet, or did you lose it again? Honestly. Oh, I said again. Are you serious? Yes, sir. So, will you give me another coffee? Mm -hmm. What about your exercises? So, you need another coffee of those two? Well, healthy is hard, um, Mr. Jesse. And um, did you get that message that I sent you? I did get that. I didn't even hear about this. Me either. Is it? It's real because it's on the insider, right? I'm going to let you do it. I'm going to let you just give this one. Yeah, so it's shown here that Panda Express actually came up with a new orange chicken sandwich, and it's to change most exciting new dish in years. Um, you swear you just came up with this recently? So I've been talking. Actually, I've been talking about this for years. It's about you know infusing different kind of uh, ethnicities and mm -hmm. what they what they eat on a regular basis. Like some ideas I've had was like using like orange chicken flavored chips or beef and broccoli yes, flavored queen. strips. Yeah. So this is kind of like one of those ideas I had is like an infusion, like using something that we all love, which is, you know, pan expression orange, like orange chicken. chicken. Oh my God. And then turned it into a sandwich with pickles and stuff. And they got onto the bandwagon the of chicken. competing against the deviled chickens chicken sandwich. We're going to have to go pick up some, um, some church anyway. Um, since the Sunday, we're going to have to go pick up some church and, you know, might want some chicken sandwich after we pick up some of that good that good good church too okay i'm gonna have to check on panda express's uh website that, that sounds delicious i think it's i don't know it might be temporary but i mean that it looks good um it's also funny too because like we're talking about like you know different cultures you almost have to blend the things together now because everybody's like oh you're culturally appropriating like so now you just like take everything one day everything's just going to taste like everything because everybody's afraid to like culturally appropriate something Alright, what else we got? Oh, so I might not like it though because oh, you might not like it. So the bread is actually that you know that King's Hawaiian. Oh my bread? God! You're oh so my God! You're making I'm, even better. I'm not a, really a fan of that. Yes. Oh my God! I don't I, see. I'm, I'm kind of a, I'm you? kind of a weird person. I really don't like sweet food too much. It kind of makes me a little nauseous. Mm. Um, so I might be out on that one. Very well, it's all for me then. All for Doctor Whoever. <laughs> all right. Well, and other food news. We just talked about this a couple of days ago. Um, I doubt we'll be going back anytime soon because every time we go to Chipotle, this specific one, there is some kind of chaos. It's only been twice, but twice in a row. But um, I got the brisket, remember? Yeah, the brisket. So the article headline is, the meat is soon disappearing from Chipotle's menu. And of course, it's the brisket and people are freaking the fuck out. They're losing their minds because they're gonna get rid of this. But I guess it's, um, it's, it's leaving even earlier than expected because they can't get the meat. So they're having to be like, all right, we gotta pull this. It's way too popular. Then people want their commercial meat. that said, where's the meat? Yes. <laughs> that was that, what was that lady? Hamburger Helper or something? Let's see what else we got on here. Oh god! Did you hear about the guy that had like the worst day ever? <laughs> the um, this, this airplane flew over um, 
You, you, you admitted one thing from the event from, from yesterday. What? 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 You, you forgot to mention that how after the event was over, we were packing up my my, oh, God, my, my yeah. trusty Prius. Oh. The battery did not start. Oh, that's right. The battery didn't start. And we literally had to go to... We had to ask the food truck The food guy. truck where we, we bought our food from Flip and Grill, which is absolutely so amazing, uh, to... G- have some jumper cables to jumpstart my 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 trusty little Prius that but was not you know so trusty last night. But it always comes back on though. It's like it always kind of keeps ticking. You know, you can't like you can't kill it. But I, kill I, it. I'm done playing those games. I'm gonna you know cop out however 150 dollars it costs to replace that battery. Just get it done and just get a new one because I do not like being left stranded. Get her. Add it to the bills. Add it to the bills. <laughs> well. um... Let's talk about some money news, all right? So, uh, let's talk, let's, let's, let's do, um, let's do, let's do, we haven't done this in forever. All right. Let's do Mad Money with Bad Bunny. We'll be right back. This is the Dr. Ever Project. One million, two million, three million, four! Look, my bitch is all bad, my niggas all real. I ride in his dick in some big tall hills. Big fat checks, big large bills. Run out flip like 10 car wheels. Cold ass bitch. I give raw chills. 10 different looks and my looks so kill. I kiss him in the mouth and spill all grills. Eat in the car, that's bills on wheels. We'll do anything. We're down for groups. After taking some dudes from behind. Money. All I really want to see is the. Money. I don't really need to be any the. All a bad bitch need is the. So, um, how much debt do you think the average, like, Gen Zer has, you know, that's between the age of 18 and 23? Does this include, like, college debt? Uh, I'm saying or no. Or just, like, credit card I don't debt. think they use that, no. That's not included, no. I mean, I'm assuming at least in the 25 to 30 because someone, someone has purchased the car at some point, you know what I mean, and that might have been done in their name. This says 16000 which I feel like is a lot for somebody coming right out of high school. I mean, bills pile up pretty quickly. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming some of that is college debt, to be honest with you. Think so? I would mm. say, yeah. This is, oh, here we go. Average credit card debt, 2000 Average student loan debt, 17000 Average auto loan debt, 15000 Average student, average personal loan debt, 6000 That can't be right. So, it, but the article also shows that the, the next closest, uh, which is the millennials, 25 to 40, oh, yeah. the average debt is... Almost 80000 to $87,000. Oh okay, that's what it is. That's, see, these are the ones that have the student loans now. Because, like, like, yeah, you're not even out of school. Oh, yeah, that's why. Think about it, Jesse. You're not even out of school when you're 28. I, I didn't graduate until I was, like, 22, I think. Something mm-hmm. like so it's like, you, you, you can, like... So those loans probably don't even go into effect until the next category that you see. What do you think? Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Mm. Well, um, I know you've made some money off of Bitcoin. Can you uh, can you spill some beans on that real quick in a second? Uh, yeah, I All haven't right. really looked into it too much, but I can. I can Open up your app. Let's just give an example. You don't want to get into specific numbers, but like I know you've actually made money, and I make fun of it. So let's see what you got. And I pressed the wrong button, so we're gonna do this one. Mad money with bad bunny. <laughs> My mission is simple, to make you money. I'm here to level the playing field for all investors. There's always a bull market somewhere, and I promise to help you find it. Mad Money starts now. Ain't it sad? And still the never 
this picture came, uh, is where came my name, you know, Bad Bunny, because I was, I don't look mad, but I know that I was mad. I was mad, you know, I was trying to smile again. Right, so are you a wealthy man from Bitcoin yet? Uh, not quite wealthy yet, but I've I've made a I've doubled what I've invested into to Bitcoin. And that's not bad, right? I mean, all you did is sit it there and leave it there, I guess. Yeah, kind of kind of like see it as one of those things you just added an extra a couple hundred dollars to a month and just wait for it to to do its thing. You can't you can't really follow the trends too much. Um, yeah, unless like, you kind of just make a quick profit, like if you're doing like day trading, yeah. um, just put you know put some money in there and see what it does. Because you know one minute it's it's at its highest point, then the next day it's like like right now Bitcoin's at sixty thousand dollars, almost sixty one thousand. So it stayed uh, up for a while, right? It's kind of yeah, like, but then it, it, it's dropped down to like fifty at one point, or even forty eight maybe a month ago. Mm. So it fluctuates a lot, and it has. It, this is one of those little sites where. I mean, not one of these sites. One of these, these like day trading, where people, individual people, have the ability to influence the price. Like Elon Musk mm. saying something about Bitcoin or saying something about Dogecoin, uh, that it has the ability to actually influence, like the market. Yeah, the like the market people in a major like, way. Oh. Yeah, it's, I mean, of course it does. When someone that's that powerful that has that many eyeballs on them brings up something, it's gonna make people look. Mm -hmm. I have some very interesting news for you. I think you're gonna. Oh my god, I have two things for you. All right, what do you, do you want? Okay, do you want? Do you want pop culture news first, or do you want LGBT news first? Do you I do pop culture news. All right, pop culture news first. All right, I'm gonna have to pull it up. So we're gonna take, um, we're gonna take a break, and I'm gonna get up that so I have it ready, and we'll be right back. You do not want to miss this. This is the Doctor Rever Project. We'll be right back. Grab your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT, the butt. This is Dr. Whoever. When you gotta go, you gotta go. But we will be right back. Remember to always wipe and wash those hands. Doctor's orders. This is KBUT. The butt. All right, Mr. Jesse. I'm pretty sure you're... Okay, so I'm going to make you listen. Then I want you to see if you can figure out what this is, okay? Okay. I am the biggest asset in the portfolio of the Columbia Broadcasting System. Quiet, please. The biggest asset in the portfolio of Philip Morris Tobacco Westinghouse. Roll sound. Let's do our show. I get paid a fortune to do exactly what I love doing. Um, they got their money's work. Pictures up. I work side by side with my husband, who is genuinely impressed by me. And all I have to do to keep it is kill. For 36 weeks in a row. Okay, let's go. And then do it again the next year. You know, I did this show so Desi and I could be together. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the show. And action. I had no idea it was going to be a hit. It's like giving me the chills. Do you have any idea what this is? Tyler Lucy. 
being the Ricardos, coming soon to Amazon Video. Uh, I think it was like, who's in this? I know I'm bad with celebrities. There was a ton of people you would recognize. It's just a little teaser, you know, be on the lookout for that. I'm very excited. That's going to be pretty freaking good. I think I grew up watching I Love Lucy. It's one of my I favorite shows. Yes. Uh, so I, I am very excited. Surprisingly, I haven't heard about it, but it's... Uh, just looking it up really quick, it's starring Nicole Kidman. Thank you. Which okay. is really big. Javier Bardem. Um, that's another big name as well. Yeah, that, um, guy, that guy, yeah. I never so know I'm, I'm assuming he's going to play Desi Arnaz. Yes. Um, I'm curious to see the, how they take it, if it's going to be just like redoing the, the sitcom or no, if it's going to go it's like, like no, behind the it's scenes. Behind the of, scenes. Of, like at the, in the, the whole thing in the beginning is like, I'm the biggest money making from Philip Morris Tobacco, blah, blah, blah. She's like, She's like, I am me. I think it's where she takes control, basically. Like, I'm going to do what I want. And in the very last scene of the trailer, she gets into the tub of the grapes. And you hear her say, I never knew it was going to be a hit. And then that's when she steps into the tub of the grapes and everybody goes crazy in the crowd. So Yeah, so what it says is uh, the biopic that follows the famous duo during their chaotic times in TV careers and relationship. Um yeah, that, that's going to be really good. I mean, that's going to be a hit. I'm guaranteed that's going to be a hit show for, right. for what is it, on Amazon? Amazon. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's going to be amazing. I can't Amazon's wait to see about that. to be killing it. Like, they're gonna, I think they're going to have the NFL coming up soon, too. Oh, really? Yeah, I think they either them or Apple are um, going to have NFL, and I think Amazon is the front runner right now from what I've understood. Awesome. We'll see. Would you want to hear this LGBTQ news? Absolutely. It's Hit like, me with it. It's LGBT plus local Las Vegas news. It's like, it's so good. Okay. We'll be right back. Yes, queen, yes, queen, yes, queen. Yeah! LGBTQ plus news making headlines. Stand clear. There will be glitter. So like feminine or are you more like masculine? Feminine. I can already tell when you open your, your mouth, the rainbow fell out. <laughs> okay, girl, bye. Bye. Most Americans are repelled by the mere notion of homosexuality. The CBS News survey shows that two out of three Americans look upon homosexuals with disgust. No matter what you preach, you say. Well, you can't pray the gay away, and you can't pray the gay bars away either. Because um, even though we were talking about the decline of the gay bar in American society now, it looks like the famed nightclub Gypsy will make its dramatic return in 2022. Hey. We, should, we should do some partnerships with this. Some, then we're going to be... Uh, uh, I'm, I'm excited about that. Do we know exactly where that's at? Oh, oh are, are, are you seriously asking me that question right now? Yeah. Is it, is it in the Fruit Loop? Wait, wait. You're, you're asking me that question right now? I'm very surprised at this. Why, why are you surprised? Wait. You really don't know? I haven't heard about this. You don't remember walking through a rundown building right when we moved here? And we were like, this looks like it was a really cool club. And I looked it up and it used to be the Gypsy. That was it. Oh, is that what it was called? The yeah. Gypsy? It was we, right next to Piranha, right? Yeah, we walked around okay. it and we were like, this place is like, could be cool, but it was like demolished. Yeah, it looked like they demolished or they just stopped building. We yeah. weren't quite sure which it was. It had no walls. It was kind of crazy. It was a little sad, actually. Yeah, that it was. We, we, there's a lot of potential in that area. I think... I think if they someone invested some money into that little Fruit Loop area, uh-huh. it could be an amazing site that would bring hundreds of thousands of people to that gay part of Las Vegas. Yes, queen, yes, queen, yes, queen! Yeah! Well, I got some more interesting news for that for you. Um, it looks like 
this gypsy bar, the gay club, the gypsy, is this called gypsy? Yeah. So look, can it's I, can I give gypsy. you a little news? Just oh yeah, I was going to say, if you had so, it. Yes. So apparently gypsy bar was a place to Breaking party in the 80s. Feel free to turn your head. Yes, cough. exactly. Turn your head and cough because gypsy was a place to party. And I mean party in the 1980s. Uh, and not just popular for the, you know, the gay crowd, uh, but local celebrities like Cher, Debbie Reynolds, Rip Taylor, Sammy Davis Jr. Oh uh, recall, recalled going to the Gypsy Club and it became internationally renowned as a place to be. Uh, even during the time of police harassment continued. Uh, so Clark County Liquor and Gaming Code read that many businesses that catered to homosexuals, hookers, and hoodlums. Uh, could lose their license if they if they went there. So this has a lot of history, and I'm, I'm excited to see it come back. Can I give you some more history? Yeah, so hit me with it. So the Gypsy Club, according to this article, and this is Eater Las Vegas, so take it for what you will. Um, this says the after surviving arson, the building um, had a lawsuit and then was finally demolished. It was probably demolished after we went there, so... We must have went in between the fire and the demolishing, walking through it. So, um, yeah, I guess that's what happened. It did look like it kind of maybe, maybe had uh, burned down. So, it's like, there's a lot of things that burn down around here. Yeah, I, I see that. I see a lot of burn downs for some reason. There's a lot of flaming things around here, that's for sure. But, um, paperwork has been filed to build a new single-story nightclub plus an outdoor carousel bar in the empty lot in the corner of Paradise Road and Naples Drive, um, where the original Gypsy once stood. I'm excited about that. Let's look at like if the renderings is accurate. Very nice. If the renderings are accurate, it looks like a little mini mansion with like a carousel right on the corner of it. Oh, and it said possibility an upper level disco could be added at some time in the future. Nice, I like that. So this is owned by Paul Sanfilippo, F-I-L-I-P-O, um, and located just a few... Oh, okay, it's oh, the same guy that Piranha. owns Piranha. Okay. The same guy that owns Piranha. That makes sense, okay. That makes, this, okay, this makes sense now, obviously. Yeah, okay. he's expanding his uh, his footprint. Yeah. And it seems like he's and willing to invest... We said that this was needed. Yeah, and he seems like he's willing to invest some money because the only other nice gay club in that area is Piranha. Yeah, we always say that, like, well, I mean, the, the, we haven't actually, we've only been to Piranha, Pex, and then that one that um, has the DJ and the wings on it, Free Zone. Because some of the other ones are just, or Charlie's. I like Charlie's. Charlie's is fun. Yeah, but I mean, if, if I'm just comparing it to, like, West well, like, Hollywood. Or, like, or, Miami or something. Or, yeah, some of those areas. I agree. Some of the other ones are more divey and not really what you would consider, I think, um, I don't know, as much of a... I don't know, it was much of a, like, club, I guess, but, well, alright, that's gonna be fast, I'll be excited to see that. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking, I'm, like, doing a deep dive into the history that, despite the popularity of Gypsy in the 80s, it could not be advertised as a homosexual bar, because at the time, homosexual activity was still a felony, and punishable with heavy fines and prison time. <laughs> That's amazing. It's, 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 it's so surprising how far we've come to where, okay, you got a gay man who just got married to a Mexican who just moved to a city who's going to be running for city council, and I couldn't even have gone to a bar, like, not too many years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's interesting, the progression of time and how we've come, and, and by... And, and it hasn't happened by chance, people, okay? Like, Todrick Hall here. 
I mean, it starts with somebody, and then it starts with a few, then it starts with groups, and then groups become legislation, and then legislation becomes the law, and then the law becomes the fact, and then people get in line. So do your thing, be you, make people get in your line, and never be sorry for it. My new album, Femulin, is out now to download and stream. Check out Todrick Hall. He has some amazing stuff. He's like one of my favorite gay artists. We're gonna see him when he comes here. When's he gonna be here? I don't even see Las Vegas listed on this list. That's kind of sad. I'm sure he'll be he'll be added in there. I'm sure it will be because Vegas has been so weird. I think about like holding off on doing stuff because they're afraid to like plan anything. I think. <laughs> what is this next song? I know this is. I mean, we we do have EDC going on right now here. Oh yeah, yeah. I think you have some news about that. You want to get into some EDC news? Uh, sure. All right. Let's hear what you got about that. Let's see. Um, we'll take a break. Uh, we'll be right back. Blowing lights from coast to coast. The doctor is in. Hear anonymous experts with insider information straight from the source. Get the facts and judge for yourself at doctorwhoever.com. So, right. what exactly is EDC? Like, for someone that has never been to, like, one of those ravey kind of... Like, when I used to work for Uber, like, we managed and, like, that's what I did. I set up a lot of stuff for concerts and um, we set up events for people to be able to like come and wait for their uber and charge their phone and get a water and I kind of like manage the production of that like making the experience good and the vendors and just kind of created that so I've seen them and I've seen all these kids with these weird little masks made out of beads and you know little ears on their head and you know paint everywhere but um what what does it even stand for so the electric daisy carnival which is which everybody daisy the daisy oh, okay. uh which is edc uh is here in las vegas and it's a three-day musical festival 24 hours within that three days there's even like sites where you sleep at and you just totally get immersed into the music scene and uh just where's my button that does not Sleeping there just doesn't sound fun to me. Yeah, but well, you don't have people. to. You don't have to sleep there. It's okay. just more convenient, and people do take, you know, some pride. And I get in like a private, there. like so private fifth. But just to give you a little background, the Electric Daisy Carnival uh, for Las Vegas economy has created 1.3 billion dollars since it started here in okay. uh, here in Las Vegas. <laughs> well, we like that. Uh, yeah, so that's you know, according to the festival's been 2015 impact result report. So that's that's amazing. Yeah, I mean it's it's brings a lot of revenue to to our county. So let's treat these EDCers with as much love as they deserve and uh, keep bringing your revenue to Clark County. Yes, bring it. I'm gonna go see one of these. Con- I don't. See, I don't. Can I just go for like a day? I think you can just go for it. I think you think you could buy individual day passes. I have a trailer here. Let's see what this trailer is. Um, give a little pub for the show. Kill that music. Yeah, so last night was uh, uh, your favorite. Was the, Who's your favorite rapper right now? Little Nas? He was what? there. This is a trailer, but I mean. It's kind of a cool, cool trailer, actually. Reboot the system. Back to life. EDC Las Vegas 2021. I almost said 2022. <laughs> All right. Looks cool. So it's at the what the it's literally right down the street. We could the be Las there Vegas and, Motor Speedway. Yeah, we actually don't live too far from the Las Vegas Motor Speedway ourselves. Okay. 
One day we gotta go check this out and see like what all the hype is about. So apparently you can only buy three day passes. Oh, okay. See, that's kind of like bummer, you know, like they should have like a locals package or something. I'm sure people could sell them individually. Yeah, I'm sure you know how I feel about that. It. I don't like, you know, you know what I mean, like scammers and stuff. God. I don't know. I don't know about all that. Well, it looks like people, you know, there's going to be a lot more time for people to go to, you know, to go to concerts and things like that, I think, coming up more soon because like everybody be quitting their jobs, right, Jesse? Yeah, they're quitting. They're people, quitting. People be quitting. Um, I I want to I want to talk about the Great Resignation, and then we'll let Jesse see if he has anything else he wants to talk about, and then we'll wrap it up. That good for you? I do. Why do I feel like I want to wrap it up? Because I like that song. That I was literally all weekend and through through the week. I was like, so wrap it right. up. We'll get that in your so head. <laughs> Leave all the toxic vibes behind and get ready to clear the fog from your mind. It's time to get stimulated. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. The Terapathic Necrophilia and Narcoleptic Necrophobia News. So what do we got going on? All right, so looks like people want to just quit their jobs, right, Jesse? You know, yeah, like... they're, they're not standing for minimum wage or working in a... In a job where they get treated like shit. Let's 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 put on some tell the truth music. We got anything? What do you got for me? Oh, there we go. I love this one. Sometimes you just gotta speak the truth, and the truth is, people don't want to work for these big companies anymore. I've said it for years. Like, I worked for some big big companies, and they are so shitty. Mosaic. Um, who was that one I hated working for so much? Um, Productions Plus, Red Peg out in the East Coast, awful. Like they promised so much. Um, what was the other one? They always have these stupid names and then like half the time they go out of business. Mosaics, Mosaic, um, Mosaic Cell Solutions and Mosaic XM are probably the most well-known experiential marketing kind of sales force companies that I've worked for and probably one of the biggest ones in the world I would say um, you know, there's yeah. something there's something interesting also uh, that kind of correlates to to why people are willing to leave their jobs or look for something better so like Millennials and Gen Zers they both entered the workforce during an economic recession true so right now with Gen Zers you know with, with what's going on with COVID there's, you know, it's difficult to get jobs. You know, the markets See, have been crashing. I and then millennials with uh, the Great Recession that happened during the Bush administration. So they're saying older Gen Zers in their mid-20s or older millennials in their 30s specifically have been inclined to switch jobs since, you know, both cohorts graduated in the aftermath of two separate recessions. See, I think we started, like a lot of people started off their career... Um, right out of college, like you said, in a recession, maybe didn't get the first couple of good jobs. And in, in my experience, I actually, I started out making $12 an hour when I was 16 and not too long after got a promotion, was making more than that. So I never really, that's the lowest I ever made in my entire life. And I worked throughout college managing programs. So when I graduated, I had some experience already. So I got like a entry-level management job not like a entry-level go get me coffee kind of job you know what I mean yeah but I, and I think but for the people that that aren't working just went to school I think a lot of us were promised that 
if you graduate high school, if you go to college and graduate, you will be taken care of for the rest that is of your so, life. Like you'll I make enough money. To, you'll make enough money to buy a house, to buy a car, lies, to take care lies. of your family. And that's just not the case anymore. Lies. I mean, I've, I know people that are graduated college that are still barely making enough money to pay oh, the rent yeah. and survive. No, it's it, that. That's part of the problem. I think is this this false promise. Like I told my sister when she was in college, is like Ashley, get some experience because experience is key like how many people have you heard is like oh yeah like everybody's like oh let's you um you have to have experience to get experience well yeah because you go get experience while you're learning so when you're done learning you already have some experience with your learning like going to school and stuff is great and all but you need more than that and i think i just got burned out and i think a lot of people a lot of younger people got promised so much stuff like, oh, we promised this, we promised that. Um, and then it never really turns out and you are you just end up being like worked to death for some promise that's going to happen later down the road. But it never happens. So people were just, you know, I think people really enjoyed having some free time recently to like get the brain in order and just think and be like, hey, you know, can I cut out coffee every morning? and then take a job that pays a little bit less. And okay, maybe you don't have to go to the dry cleaner. And you don't have to like yeah, make, but my, buy coffee my thing and is that you my, chiller. My thing is that if like, if buying a coffee is breaking you, I mean, I think there's something, oh there's, God. A, there's a bigger picture like $100 that, that there's wrong, you know yeah, what I mean? People are, that's the thing though. We live in this, we live in such a, uh, a small budget. A lot of people do like, well, they call it check to check or, Week to check or help me. Get yeah, it. no, check to check life. But yeah, my, like my, that. So it's my like, thing is that because people. But the thing is, what that is, you're not saving money because you're buying eight dollar coffees every day instead of buying eight dollar coffee. You save some money. See what I'm saying? Because we're we're in such a get it spend it society. You make that much money, you feel like you got to spend it instead of living a little bit below your means. But I think we're changing. I think people decided, hey, I can live a little bit. M- less i can i don't have to have as much to have a better more fulfilling life and a better time life balance and you know a lot of people lost like i'm just telling you i feel like people are dropping like flies now with covid it's like a lot of people now so Mm -hmm. i I think i think some people were like you know um you know mr boss guy but i got a life and life should be life and work should be kind of in there and you know people always say work should come first but yeah work comes first within your life your life is the overreaching part of it your life still comes first work comes first but inside of your life and you have to figure out a way to make that all work together for you and if you're working a 40 hour week job that turns out to be more of a 60 to 70 to 80 hour a week job but you're still getting the same salary you might as well do something else and go drive for Uber or do Grubhub for that extra 20, 30, 40 hours. You're giving to some boss who's not giving you any promotions or anything extra or any, anything um, better, but always promises, oh, yeah, so when the, when the economy turns around, oh, yeah, we're going to give everybody a bonus. Please, please, please give me a break. Please. I say, what do I say? Do it. Do it then, bitch. Let's see. Give me that money. Mm. I say flush them all. If you're working for one of those crappy-ass companies, tell them to go screw themselves and find a company that you can fit in with that has a better culture. And then eventually, all these places are going to have to start being better instead of just pretending like they're better. Exactly. 
what else you got? You got anything else? We'll take a break and then we'll, um, I kind of want to do, I do want to talk about like some world politics stuff, what's going on with, and we have to talk, we have to talk about all that, unfortunately. So deep breath, everyone, deep breath. We'll be right back. Jesse, what do you think? I think Biden is Biden gonna pull it off? Or are we gonna make it through with um to get some new roads and some new bridges and some you know Wi-Fi and some you know those things like that? Like my dad was talking to me on the phone last night. He's like, oh, I don't know why they can't do anything to fix these roads around here. I was like, you know why? Because people like you voted for Trump and think that they should have all these tax breaks instead of fixing the goddamn roads. That's why. I mean, like, put the pieces together, people. Like, I don't understand the disconnect here. You drive on these crappy roads, bridges fall apart, we can't pay for daycare, so you quit your job. But then you look at these these uh, initiatives the government wants to do, like give you some free childcare and fix some bridges and roads and take care of some of these teachers in these schools and give people some Wi-Fi that need it. And you say, eh, whatever. It's because it's the liberals. We don't want to give them anything. Everybody drives on the roads, fools. All right, well, what's the plan called? That was my little rant. Well, there's a bipartisan infrastructure bill that's already passed through the Senate uh, that I think the, the House will take a vote on, which is infrastructure like roads and bridges and all that. So that still um, has to go through the vote with the Senate? No, it has to go through the House. The House. And the yeah. House is going to pass it? Or they're well, waiting? The House is... So that it's... It's being held up right now with the, the other bill, which is the Build Back Better, which is the okay. human. Let me see if I being understand. Because it's human so complicated. Bill. All right. Let's just take it all down. Stop everything for a second. All right. So there's two things. One of them is the one that they're going to do something with, like, reconciliation, right? Where they have to figure out a way to get the money, but they're not going to actually vote on it. That's the one with the child care and, and all that? Yeah. So anything, we're calling that the human infrastructure bill. Like, paid leave... Uh, you know, college, if you're able to pay for a free college tuition, uh, we're talking about, you know, including dental and vision plans into Medi-Cal and Medicaid. Um, so those type of things are in the other bill, but the bipartisan bill that's already passed through the Senate is what has, what needs, we're waiting on for the House vote on. Okay. And then once... Then now they're going to come back and try to get everything they need for the other one now? Is that what it is? Yeah, so we're, we're still waiting. 
So there's a few people that are holding out the more progressive side Joe Manchin, of, of the house. Christian, no, Kristen no. Cinema, right? Which bill are you talking about? Oh, so that's, okay. So I'm trying to understand for everyone because it's, it's confusing for me. It's got to be confusing, okay? All right. So there's two things. There's two different bills. One of them is over here, and it's like the stuff that you need to keep the buildings and the roads and all that kind of real stuff with hammers and steel and stuff. And yeah. Then you got this other side over here, and it's more college and child care and what? Hearing aids for people? Like... Medicaid. What else? What else is in that? Like that kind of stuff. Yeah. So let, let's be. Let's let me, let me just clear this up. All right. So you're you're trying to get into you're trying to get into the whole who is who's helping it not pass, why it's not getting passed. That's yes. a more complicated story. Okay. If you want me to explain that, we can go into that. Let's talk. So about, I, first, I want to know like which one is which, so we can identify which one these people are so, causing trouble with. So let's call it the bipartisan bill. So bipartisan means it's already been passed with Republican and Democratic. So bipartisan means they came is, together and they're which agreeing. is. Which is the infrastructure bill, okay. which is roads and bridges. So that one is like and, check, kind of. That one's yeah. good to go, we think. Like, there's no issue with that one there, right there, now. There is the issue with that one. What's the issue so, with that one? So the issue with that one is that it won't be voted on until progressives and Democrats can get Kristen Cinema and the people in the Senate to agree upon the human infrastructure bill that they want passed also. So they're only saying, we're only going to vote for the bipartisan bill if you're going to take a vote on the human infrastructure bill as well. Gotcha. So that's why it's being held up. So okay, one bill, the bipartisan bill is being held up by uh, more liberals in the House. Because they're afraid that not they're not a... going to get this other stuff. Exactly. They don't so want everybody's to take a... playing like a, wasn't this a quid pro quo? But basically, they're, so there's, it's all quid pro quo basically, but you can't do it with another country. But so like there's some people that want like more, more, more on the left. So they're waiting to make sure they get everything they need from the people on the right. And then there's people kind of on the right of the left that are saying, hold, hold, hold on kind of thing, too. There's a lot of like give and take right now. Yeah, so, so the, Democrat, war so the Democrats that are we're talking about the human infrastructure bill. We ran our whole 2020 election on these beliefs and that we there should be paid there should be paid leave for for parents who have a child we, there should be universal pre-k for children because we know how beneficial it is for for kids Sorry, so, Mr. Odie Monster just yeah I'm, I'm so happy we have we have the dog we have Odie Monster in studio he's today. alive and not bleeding <laughs> so so you guys will figure out so if we do a show in the morning he's sleeping he's fine but the later it gets we need to bring him in the studio because he will bark his little head off until we go down to him, and he just um, naps so long, and now he just yeah. Back up. But uh, yeah, so just basically to to make it as clear as possible, human infra- the the human infrastructure bill, uh, they need to be told that it's going to go through, that it's going to be voted on and passed before Democrats will vote on the infrastructure bipartisan bill that's already passed through the Senate. So basically. It's kind of like, if you don't do what we want, we're not going to do what you want. So everybody has to come together and cooperate for yeah, and anyone it, to get anything. Yeah, and I think, it's, I think it will And pass. that's good. Yes! I think this is what should be happening. Like, all these things that people are showing and, like, on the news, and this is stuff that happens all the time. It just is more... 
it's more in your face now because we're such a volatile political society. And I think it's a good thing, if I'm being completely honest. I think it's, I think it's good. Um, if it gets more people engaged, whether it's on the right or the left, you know, you never know. I mean, maybe some of us righties we could bring over to the left. You never know. <laughs> I, I got a clip from The Hill. Um, thank you very much for the explanation, by the way, Mr. Mm. Jesse. It's always so wonderful to have you explain. Um, all right, let's do a little uh, Jesse intro, and we'll get into that clip just about um, the Democratic frustration with Kristen Cinema. Um, I think it was only from a couple hours ago. We'll get into that in just a second. We'll be right back. Jesse. He'll never say his real name on air, but listen for that accent. He's our Ivy League-educated Latinx political expert and way overqualified for this podcast. So overqualified. All right, let's play that clip um, from The Hill about um, Kristen Cinema, please. So Democratic lawmakers are very, very angry at Kristen Cinema right now, it seems like. Well, it's one of the ones you have to read, okay. Over her two proposals on the key budget reconciliation. So the key initiative involves raising corporate taxes and lowering costs on prescription drugs. Apparently Kristen Cinema has some um, um, people that invest in her campaign that are in big pharma from what I've heard, allegedly. She seems to be against raising corporate taxes, which Trump actually had reduced, right? Yeah. <laughs> just give you an idea of like Kristen Cinema. So she started her political career, as you would say, in the Green Party, which is you know pro environmental rights. I don't really know what is the Green Party. That's what I just said pro environmental. Oh, that's rights. that's all they do. Okay. Yeah, but since then, you know, becoming a senator, she's took over nine hundred thousand dollars from ministries that are looking to kill Joe Biden's Build Back Better bill. And now she wants to cut $100 billion out of that package, uh, which was supposed to benefit climate change and you know reducing uh, greenhouse pollutions. So it kind and of shows the influence of you know a lot of her donors through her campaign. When also Joe Manchin too, right? Like he's West Virginia, that's coal. He, he doesn't want to like say, hey, you know, even though they know coal is on its way out. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, at least with Joe Manchin, like he he is beholden to some of his constituents, but he needs to what he should be doing is advocating for renewable green jobs to come to to his state to address that concern. So but when then he might not get reelected. Yeah, so, you know? But when he's but I mean, it's you get re, you get elected or appointed to office because you want to do better for your state and do better for your country. He needs, he should acknowledge that, you know I mean? Fossil fuels and, you know, coal and all these industries are a dying industry. You need to start diversifying your state and bringing in jobs that are gonna be long-term, like solar, wind, you know I mean? And getting your, getting your constituents trained for these future jobs. Because if you keep relying solely on a dying industry, like I could work, I can ad be advocating for the newspaper in my home state because we, we, you know, that's what we do. We run the newspaper. But you know what? If I fail to to see that the internet is is going to eventually take away all my jobs, I, I'm doing a disservice to my constituents because I'm no longer advocating for their their future good. I'm only working on a temporary band aid. 
You know what I mean? And what he needs to focus on is green renewable jobs because that's the future mm -hmm. of his state. And he's in a position right now where he can advocate for, for these jobs and these companies to come to his state in order to pass this legislation. So that's what he should be doing as a senator, in my opinion. Now, does this have anything to do with like the filibuster? Like if they're, if the filibuster was somehow adjusted or abolished, would... Because I guess Biden got asked something about the filibuster. Have you heard this clip? Let's see if I got it. Uh, once you get this current uh, agenda passed on uh, spending and social programs, that you would be open to fundamentally altering the, the filibuster or, or doing away with it, or doing away with it? Well, that remains to be seen exactly what that means in terms of fundamentally altering it, <clears throat> whether or not we just end the filibuster straight up. Um, there are certain things that are just sacred rights. One's a sacred obligation that we're never going to renege on a debt. We're the only nation in the world. <laughs> we have never, ever so done a single... So what's the deal with that, like? So, so, so this is a completely different topic. Though. Well, now, but would, so would, would we have to... But would we be worrying about these two senators as much if there wasn't yeah. the filibuster? So yes, we would. we would. Okay, so this is... Like I'm saying, this is all so complex and complicated. We try to break it apart. And that, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes I take you down a wrong track, you know, taking you off track here a little bit. But it's because I genuinely am curious. And if I don't know, there's got to be other people that don't know, too. So, so the so filibuster I, wouldn't that wouldn't so just to be clear to all. what Joe Biden was referencing when he's discussing filibuster. He, filibuster. He's discussing uh, a lot of the the voting rights legislation that is taking place right now that hasn't been taken a vote on. That's usually something that's very bipartisan that Republicans and Democrats can agree upon. Mm -hmm. uh, there's currently a bill, the, the John Lewis Voting Rights Act. Uh, that hasn't even been up for a vote because of you know filibuster rules that are in place so what they're seeing is a lot of you know legislation going through some states like in texas that are going to you know reduce the access to voting for minority groups uh so what joe biden is seeing is that there isn't any compromise within the republican party to to change some of these these laws that are passing in some states so what he's looking to now is to possibly removing the filibuster to ensure voting rights is is fair and equally accessible to all demographics well that's a good idea okay well i like it i like it all right it's just so complex and complicated i mean that's what we're trying to follow we're trying to you know bring some sense to it but it is kind of difficult it is kind of difficult all right well you want to wrap it up for the day Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. All right. Um, do you got anything for the broken hip hop wrap up today? Or do you want me to find something? Um, yeah, I don't really have anything other than uh, Little Nas X is here in Vegas performing at EDC uh, last night. Uh, but what do you, what do you got? Do you got anything I, in, in weird, interesting news? I did, and I swear, I I swear I had it, and like I guess there was some, you know, you know, I always find it interesting when these like rappers end up like getting like shot and shit like that they're famous rappers but they end up like getting shot and stuff before they even become famous because they're so like thug, you know want to live this life and that's kind of how this whole thing started it was be like you know the little Zan was like talking about like hey you know I've named myself little Zan but that was to get attention and you shouldn't be doing drugs kids you know <laughs> don't do drugs kids mm -hmm. but uh, I don't know we got another one we'll get into it we'll see what happens this is the broken hip hop wrap up on the Doctor Whoever project We'll be right back. I 
Today on the Broken Hip Hop Wrap Up, we got a Swedish rapper, uh, E-I-N-A-R, E-I-N-A-R, N-R, I don't know his name, what do you think? I don't know who that is. Swedish rapper shot dead at age 19, stoking outrage over gang violence. Um, I guess this didn't even happen here. So even in Sweden, these guys are, you know, being, like, they want to be like gangsters and thugs and, you know, they're getting shot at like the age of 19, you know, it's like, come on now, like, it's just, you, you have talent and some skill and you're you're trying to share your story that's what rapping is you're sharing your story and you end up you know just getting shot at age 19 it's kind of a bummer right you know what i mean i agree oh here we here we got a story right here let's see what we got let's make it happen i guess this is him right here the hip-hop scene in Sweden is reportedly mourning the loss of one of its favorite stars. News has been shared today, October 22nd, that Enar, a usually popular rapper in Sweden, was shot and killed in Stockholm. The 19-year-old's death has sparked a political backlash as citizens have once again complained about the apparent increase in gun violence within the country. According to The Guardian, it's not Enar just here. Just it's other countries, too. Complex late last night. Authorities have reportedly stated that they are actively searching for at least two suspects believed to be involved in the crime i want to say rest in peace to this artist i never heard of his music i didn't know shit was crazy in stockholm like that when motherfuckers are getting killed and getting shot up though man. Who is this guy? i love it the street life is is anywhere though bro doesn't matter where you are though nigeria america um london uk so it's, it's everywhere right now though do this drill scene and everything going on enar was reportedly set to testify enar. in court next week as he was scheduled to take the stand against the varby gang investigators believe the shit all right so this guy was was like about to testify against a gang in Sweden and then he got shot. Oh, so it's, it's bigger than just being in the hip hop scene. Oh, yeah. All right, we'll have to investigate this. I caught next week as he was scheduled to take the stand against the Varby gang. Investigators Varby. believe the shooting is gang related and reveal that Enar suffered several gunshot wounds. Last year, he was reportedly kidnapped, blackmailed, and beaten by the, the same hell? gang who reportedly used other artists to bait Enar in certain locations. Apparently, I believe um, that he was about to snitch. And these dudes say, yo, before you get to court, we're going to take you out because he probably had the ability to take a lot of people down. And him being part of a gang who actually extorted him and pulled the Takashi 69 on him, I can imagine why everything happened. Well, I don't know what else this guy's talking about, but that's sad. Don't be shooting people, rappers out there, you know. If you got a talent, try to use your talent for something other than going out there and talking about, you know, how you're going to shoot everybody and raping people and doing drugs and stuff i don't know there's got to be a better way right jesse that's just my little that's opinion that's not all hip-hop i don't know a lot of it is what i'm saying you, you, you don't hear a lot of um gang violence and people getting shot and kidnapped in country music that's all i'm saying i mean because people they talk about guns and stuff and country music, hip -hop too. music is a representation of uh they're they're rapping about what they've come through and what they've experienced and a lot of the people that are in the rap industry come from you know, gang life and humble beginnings, and they've dealt with this kind of stuff. 
So that's why you hear it reflected in their storytelling. I get it. I got gotcha. you. Well, I love having you on, Mr. Jesse. You always, you know, just show exactly how white I am. <laughs> well, thanks so much. If you stuck it out to the end of the show, appreciate it so much. This is Mr. Doctor Whoever and Mr. Jesse. <laughs> Mr. Doctor Whoever. And Mr. Odie is driving me crazy. I keep hearing him move. He's really distracting me. And I gotta uh, pee that myself. Makes the show real. I like it. <laughs> I gotta pee myself, and I bet Mr. Odie has a pee too. So uh, we're gonna wrap it up for the day. Peace out. See us next time. Later. I'm crazy, but then they know this right here is me. And then I give them the peace. I'm out. The whole crew's back for season two. This is Dr. Jesse. Cloud your ears with that Gucci knowledge. Logan, warning, stand clear. This could affect your test results. Okay, bye-bye. Let's make it happen.